This is an audio version that was originally recorded in uh, July of 2021, and it's called, Can Anyone Prove Jesus Saves? The answer to this question depends on which word is emphasized. Is it proof that's being questioned? Is Jesus being questioned as our Savior, or is saved being questioned? I'll address each of these. Proof. Proof always ties to a belief system, whether we like to admit it or not. So the simple answer to this question is yes, it can be proved, just like science is proved, but we will still choose belief or unbelief based on our personal mindset and what we personally choose to believe. We all make our own conclusions based on what we hear, see, experience, study, etc. And if those beliefs are strong, rarely does something change our minds. I've personally found that so many opposing beliefs can be proved by very educated people, data, statistics, etc. Data and information can be used to support opposing viewpoints and can be equally strongly supported with the opposing facts. It is truly, it really truly comes to choice. What do you want to believe? There ultimately is a truth, but not every viewpoint can be the truth. But if our own personal beliefs are strong, we may hold on to those beliefs forever and we may not truly have the real truth. What is our source for truth? If we are going to prove something, it has to begin with identifying the source of the truth we hold. Agree? Our personal truth typically begins with what we've been taught. When we come into this world at birth, we are taught everything we know by experience and through education. Our belief system begins at that point. Sometimes it remains throughout our life, but often it changes as we gain new information. I'm fascinated by science. It was one of my favorite subjects in school and it still fascinates me. But what I found over time is that new discoveries often disprove concepts that we held as truths earlier. Simply put, we don't have all the answers and even some of our scientifically proven assumptions are later proven available through science as education evolves. If we are honest, we admit this. We learn from people, from the past, from books, from research, from experiences, but what we choose to believe is based on our own personal belief system. I often see a strong polarization between those who base personal beliefs on science versus God, but there are also some who believe in both. Here's the question for us. When it comes to choosing between science and God, which do we believe in? Which one do we choose? When there is a conflict between science and God, which prevails, this is our choice and indicates our belief. As for me personally, I choose God as my priority because God is infallible, never changing, proven through history, and God cannot be unproven by anyone as our creator. Yes, there are people that say creation started with the Big Bang, but they can't explain how those particles came into existence to create the Big Bang, can they? If you say something just came into existence, how does science explain that? It can't be explained, but God explains it. He is eternal and has communicated with people 
since sometime around 2000 BC, according to biblical records. It was significant enough to those early people who experienced this communication to record it and pass it on to future to generations after that. Another point, a good portion of the Old Testament follows the ancestry of Jesus. It shows how, starting with Adam, Jesus came to be through every generation. Also documented in the BC times were the books of the prophets who told of future events. Some are yet to happen, but significant to the topic, to this topic, is Jesus. Many of them spoke of Jesus. 500 to 700 years before Jesus was born, they told that the Messiah would be a descendant of David and even gave a time frame, the book of Daniel. All the prophecies of which were fulfilled or proved except for the future event of Jesus's return, which remains. I believe what the Bible tells us. So to me, the Bible represents the only reliable source of truth to follow. Jesus. So the next possible question is, who is Jesus and what do we know about him? Since I identified the Bible as my belief and resource for truth in the paragraphs above, I will use the Bible to answer these questions and include the Bible verses supporting these statements in the active links. So you'll have to actually go to the um, blog post to get the links, but I'm just going to read them. Jesus is the Son of God supernaturally conceived by Mary because he arrived as a baby when he first came to earth. He is the Messiah spoken about by the prophets in the Old Testament of the Bible, whose entire purpose here on earth was to save people. The first person Jesus saved was the criminal on the cross next to him. There are numerous verses in the Bible telling us Jesus specifically came to save some of those verses in this link don't address this topic, but it was the easiest way to do a broad search of the topic in the Bible um, from the blog post that I made. Jesus also told the people he came to save. So then we get to the saved part. How does a person become saved by Jesus? Jesus told us, number one, repent. Number two, believe what Jesus taught while he was here on earth. And three, be baptized. Peter, one of Jesus' disciples, one of the original 12 apostles, repeats this, repent and be baptized. Jesus also told Nicodemus, a person who was faithful in following the religious law of that time, that people must be born of the Spirit to enter God's future kingdom. There's a link to the entire conversation there. We need to receive the Holy Spirit to be saved. And we receive the Holy Spirit by first repenting, recognizing our sins, wanting forgiveness and changing our future ways, then believing what Jesus told us about God's future kingdom. This belief becomes the motivation to get baptized. Baptism is the symbolic representation that we have surrendered our natural born tendencies, our ways of living, and made a personal choice choosing God's way. Jesus is shown way to live life, putting into practice what he taught while he was here. But since we are human and not perfect, we need help. That help is the Holy Spirit who provides wisdom, self-control, peace, power, spiritual gifts, and more. 
Once we have been baptized, we can pray and ask for the Holy Spirit, which God will not withhold as long as our intentions are good. And this helps us endure to the end of our earthly lives or until Jesus returns, whichever comes first. Believing in Jesus means more than believing he exists. Even the demons believe he exists. Believing means more. It is faith with action, faith shown by our actions, faith shown by how we are living our life. Jesus's brother James tells us that point. Getting back to baptism and the surrender part is also important. In surrendering, we are acknowledging a submissive place and role to God. This is important for a couple reasons that come to mind. The first thing is it eliminates pride. Pride is being haughty. Haughty is one of the seven things that God hates. We realize that we will never be capable of being good enough to enter God's kingdom. And the only way this was made possible was by Jesus's death on the cross, the substitutionary sacrifice of his own life exchanged for the lives of those who choose to be saved. The last part is challenging to comprehend because of the concept of sacrifice involves spiritual laws that I don't fully understand. For some reason unknown to me, there is a universal law that requires sacrifice to become holy, to be in God's presence. And Jesus was the only acceptable sacrifice. It's talked about throughout the Old Testament, first with animal sacrifices, but over and over again, people made bad choices, fell back into sinful lifestyles, continuing with animal sacrifices until God put an end to that. Because he loves people so much, he sent his son, Jesus, to make the final required sacrifice, making it possible for those who choose to be saved to live in eternity, in new bodies with God in his future kingdom that will come to the earth in the future. Being saved is all about our personal choice. God gave us the gift. Jesus's substitutional sacrifice made it possible, but we have that choice available to us. It's either eternity with or without God, and it's a personal choice or decision. Each person has to make this choice on their own. God is love. Love involves choice. Therefore, God gave us that choice. So yes, to me, based on the statements above in the Bible, I'm proving that Jesus saves. Please share this with someone if you think it make make a difference in their life. Thank you. If you are interested in learning more about the conflicting viewpoints between science and the Bible, there are educated scientists who dedicate their time answering and addressing these questions, providing answers. And the website, there's a link in the actual blog post called Answers in Genesis. So hopefully that is helpful. Thank you.